Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. That feels like a Monday because it's our first episode like together. In real time. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone enjoyed yesterday's podcast-only episode. You have a very special episode today because it's a Jackson Claude down... No. Jackson Claude beneath the Mason-Dixon. No. Florida's like... Yes, it's southern, but it's not like the Mimo. south. It, it's not. Mimo. No, that's, but that's something else. It, just oh. people say, like, welcome to the south when you're in Florida. And, like, yes, technically, geographically, it is south. But, like, it's not the, the south. The south, bless your heart, southern tea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's not southern charm. Right. I mean, I wish it was. But you know what we do have? flamingos yes so if you're watching on youtube you're welcome um our gorgeous faces are back together i'm in florida staying at jackie's house for the week to record a couple episodes and just do some things you know we're doing a spritz meet and greet in florida tomorrow we are we're so, so excited tomorrow six o'clock all the information's on the spritz instagram it's gonna be lit your girls are together we haven't done a meet and greet yet i've done you've done we i've done with Ben. together since like the days of caroline's yeah and we've only ever done like three live shows in our entire podcast career which is so crazy i actually don't even think we did a, actually we did yeah, that. Mm-hmm. but we've never done a spritz meet and greet, so the Florida toasters are extremely privileged. I wonder if you're gonna like my meet and greet style. Ooh, what is your style? Uh, I like. To, I mean, as much as like I want to get through it, like I really get involved with everyone. Of course, everyone has such a fabulous story, and everyone is just so fabulous. No, and everyone like waited online. Like you can't just rush them out. No, but like everyone's wearing something interesting. Yeah. Like, Coming with an interesting gift, bringing their babies, an interesting story, an interesting story, a funny way of having found the toast, a friend on Facetime. Like, there's just so much to do. There's so so much babies to kiss. So true. Like being the president of the United States is such hard work. Yeah, don't worry, I won't kiss your babies, but Claudia might. Oh no, I will ask permission, and if granted, I will definitely kiss your babies. Is that weird? Like, I don't think it is. Uh, I think there. I think it's okay because I know you, and and I know that you're like a loving person. And. Clean. Yeah, no, extremely. Like, I took a bath last night. A long one. Oh my god, I went into her room to check on her twice and she was in the bath. So, tell me about your stay here. So, I arrived at Jackie's yesterday. As you guys know, I always stay at Olivia's because Jackie never lived here. (laughs) But this time, I'm staying here. We're podcasting. So, it's definitely an easier commute. You definitely have that. Here, I'll compare. You know, not to pit women against women, but that is precisely what I'm going to do. Now that we know that you don't support women. No, I definitely don't. Um... Here's where you are winning. The tub is so gorgeous, so deep, fit for, you know, a real woman. And Olivia's tub is nice, 
but it's not as big. Got it. Um, and this is not really you, but it's more so like I prepared to come here. I had so much like Amazon packages sent here. I have a whole new set of makeup. And like that's, I just feel more at home because my shit is here. Yeah. Um, so it really doesn't have a lot to do with you, no offense. Um, in terms of entertainment value, I have rolled and I have K, so it's really equal. Right. I don't have a TV in my room yet, which is fine actually, because I read and when I was at Olivia's house, I didn't even turn on the TV. But right. last night, like it I, wasn't a part of your rider in your list of demands. Otherwise, I would have. I have one for that room, and I would have set it up. But like last night, I was like thinking, oh, I wish I had a television, you know? Okay, we can set it up today. Um, the other thing that there's uh, Bryce here. Does there, that change things? It doesn't change things because, like, Theo is my heart, but you have, like, dog tings here, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about bringing, like, a bowl for Theo's food to Olivia's house. I would, but then I was just, like, using her Tupperware, and I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So you just have, like, treats. Like, you, like I didn't have to bring all the accoutrements. Mm -hmm. Doggy bags. Like, you're a dog-friendly home. It's yeah. dog-friendly living. And Theo gets to pal around. With Bryce, which is always a pleasure. And Zach even offered to pick up Theo's duty today, which was so nice. So crazy. At first I said no, but then I think he was like, can you please pick up the shit? Oh. So he did it because, like, I was just taking my time. That's why you said by that tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't understand what you were saying. Okay, So it's it. extremely dog-friendly. Um, and the only downside, which is really, really important, and that um, Olivia is still in the lead, is the air conditioning. And I'm not being ungrateful because I know, like, I'm in a zone with Harry. And, like, Harry can't sleep in 59 degrees. Like, mm -hmm. I totally understand. And last night, Zach was like, let me get you a fan. And I was like, no, no, how bad could it be? Ooh, were you really that hot? Yes, but also, like, you have gorgeous sheets that are, like, a little too warm, you know? Mm. So I was just, like, really hot in my sleep, which is just, like, one thing I, I personally cannot I mean, we'll, we'll try and make it cooler tonight, and I guess Harry will just have to freeze. No, see, the thing is, like, I'm not going to put my, you know, shit on Harry. Like, I have a list of things I need to get dry shampoo, hairspray, and I'm just going to pick up a fan. Okay. Like, a fan is what I need. I will wake up with crazy hair and a nose drier than the Sahara, but like that's what I do for rolled. For rolled. And I was convinced I wouldn't hear rolled crying in the night, and of course I didn't. And did it bother me at all? Literally no. Oh, great. It's like I a lullaby. Oh, is somebody playing the most beautiful thing I've ever heard? <laughs> great. I'll go back to sleep. Um, before Claudia went to sleep, I was like, I wonder, you know, if you hear him, which you will, we all hear him, like... You know, don't worry, don't move a muscle. She was like, I'm not going to. And she really thought she wouldn't hear him because, you know, when you don't have to get up for it. Like, maybe you could just ignore it. But no, he made sure everyone could hear him. He was extremely loud, but I really cannot stress how little it bothered me and how not once did I think about getting up. Like, I know you guys got it, you know? <laughs> Babies cry. Like, there's something wrong. He's just crying. Yeah, they're saying, like, we know what to do. Yeah, no. Like, I, I have so much faith in you and Zach as parents. I didn't move a muscle. I'm so glad to hear that. Great snacks, great ambiance, great bathroom products. I'm really, really enjoying myself. Thanks. And, you know, this we're just getting started. Like, right. I just moved in. It's only going to get better. No, totally. I feel like this is, like, the most bare bones my room will ever be, and it's still extremely bony. And also, if the temperature continues to be an issue, like, eventually, for your next day, we could put in a ceiling fan. I mean, if you want me to be happy, like... A ceiling fan is literally all I need. A ceiling fans are the most underrated decor. Is it decor? Yeah, kind of. It is, like, whenever I'm in a hotel and there's a ceiling fan, I'm like, five stars. Five keys. Five keys. You know what I was thinking? Just switching gears for a second about Hotel Nantucket because um, Margo was saying that the hotel she stayed at was not five keys. Have you ever stayed at a hotel that's even, like, four keys? Where it's, like... Every need was met, and like you're like just like how Shelly was saying, like you know, within five minutes your bags are up. Every time you call, it's there immediately. Like honestly, no. Yeah. Where? I don't know. I just like 
I stayed at good hotels. Like, like the service like, is really good. I just feel like I've never experienced service that that's like exactly as it should be. Maybe you're the particular judgmental one. No, not me. like when you get your bags, when you get them, they'll throw them up when you get them. You order room service, sure, one day. Everything comes in plastic these days anyway. That's And service so is on the decline. Right. That, what you just said about plastic room service, I think, let's talk about that. Yeah, yes. no, room service is kind of becoming a thing of the past. It's like, yeah, we have an all pond down the block. Get yourself something. Yeah, it's more like takeout. Yeah. It's a lost art. I completely agree. I think during, well, there's always been like a varying level of hotels where like, if you order room service at a like more nice, expensive hotel, like you'll get a whole tray, candles, salt, pepper, the whole thing. And then if you're staying at like a more budget-friendly hotel, sometimes they'll deliver room service in plastic bags. And when I'm on tour, the hotels that I stay at are usually... Um, more plastic bag vibes. It doesn't really bother me because I'm on tour. No, and but food like, is food, but a lot of places don't even do room service anymore. It, like, went the way of COVID, and they're not bringing it back, and they're they're saying it's because of COVID, and it's like, COVID's done. No, but also... Where's the, room service? They also say, like, the hours. So it's like, oh, sorry, we only go from 401 to 407 a.m. <laughs> but a lot of the nice hotels moved to plastic takeout Tupperware vibes during COVID, and have not moved back. No, because it's like cheaper. Yeah, and of course. They, everyone can blame everything on COVID. Oh, we can't get furniture if COVID. Right. No, it's true. But, Sorry, I can't, but, get, but I Jackie, can't get you your wedding pictures. Supply chain. Jackie, but you actually can't get furniture COVID. No, you can't. But like, COVID's over. Where's my furniture? No, but like, I think the supply chain, we actually have a lot of people who listen to the show who are supply chain like peeps like they mm-hmm. work yeah and i've like, seen some i've seen some it's comments. like it's incredibly delayed like we're feeling the effects that's what they say uh, it's it's going on far too long it's becoming one of these things where it's like we're just accepting and they're just blaming covid and like let's dive into the supply chain yeah i will where say where is the missing link on a personal level like i love one of the great things about living in like a post-pandemic era is like having a a go-to excuse for things, you know, yes. like if I don't want to do something or if I don't want to show up, oh, I got exposed, you know, and then I never get COVID because like I just got exposed, like I didn't know it was up in the air. So on a personal level, I love that element of COVID. As like a consumer, um, I'm not crazy about that. You know how like people are just like doing stuff and being like COVID. No, no, it's becoming like, like the go-to. And things aren't working properly and like if they're here and there, okay, you want to take your time with the wedding pictures, sure, whatever. But you can't get anything. But by the way, there's no room service. The wedding pictures, I actually understand, as an AV girly, there's a chip shortage. Are you familiar with the chip? I am familiar with the chip shortage. That's why there's a car shortage. That's why there's like Best Buy shortages. Right, because I went to Best Buy and I really kind of learned a lot about the chip shortage. I hadn't heard about the chip shortage. Oh, it's been going on for years. I had no idea. And so, like, all these companies are only selling their most expensive shit with chips because they only have so many chips. They're not going to put it in the camera. Let me guess. COVID? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, your exposed excuse doesn't even work anymore because you saw that now, like, all the guidelines have been dropped, really. Shit. And if you've been exposed, like, you don't have to quarantine. No, but I'm, like, so cautious, you know? <laughs> and that's just a little bit about me. Like, I'm an extremely kind of thoughtful person. Yeah. I have nieces and nephews. Like, I can't be that <laughs> So, yeah, I'm still going to do that. Yeah. That, but that's just me. Like, I'm not judge, judging anyone who doesn't you know, care about other people as much as me. You're saving lives. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. So it's Tuesday. We've got a fabulous show because we're two fabulous girls. Wait, I had two things written down that I wanted to discuss. Let me just make sure I hit both of them. I had a few things that I, I wanted did. to discuss as well. Um, yesterday we recorded for Sunday, so I think, like, the date wasn't... No, Sunday we recorded for yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The date wasn't seared into my mind, and I forgot to let everyone know that yesterday mm. was Bruno's birthday. Bruno is now my two-year-old king, and 
I'm just feeling so, so blessed. proud of him. So blessed, so proud. Yeah, he peed on the floor this morning, but obviously, like, he's not feeling well. No, he's hung over from his birthday. He's hung over from partying, and I just want everyone to keep Bruno, like, and his birthday in your thoughts, you know? Yeah, I'm going to put you on blast a little bit, because you didn't, like, forget, you know, on Sunday to tell the podcast from that Monday. Like, literally, you came no, into my room at like, 11 o'clock. Usually in the morning, like, we are doing the dates in the podcast all day. Like, oh, oh my God. No, this is good for engagement because then everyone's like, toast is up twisted. Because like we're I like it. twisted. It's my microphone. Oh my god. I like it. I spent all this time at Best Buy and she can't even twist it. I spent all this time building the studio and I'm gonna do it how I like it. Jenny, please, like it's really bothering me. Like and we don't have our sign yet, so we, we really need our logo like present. So um, for engagement. Marketing. I'm just telling you. Keep going one more. Um, thank so you. For engagement. Thank you. What you were saying? Um, usually we're always like doing the date August 15th in the morning on the podcast, in the YouTube, whatever. And I, and even when I'm downloading the files, like, and so I'm very aware of what the date is, but because we did it the night before I wasn't, and I would have realized yesterday morning if it was a normal day that it was Bryce's birthday, but instead I didn't realize till the evening. Jackie came into my room and I kept forgetting to tell you. And I finally came and I was like, it was Bruno's birthday today. And so, yeah, no, we took a back seat because there's so much going on between the move and Jackie. his brother. Bruno is literally Molly Ringwald. And her whole family forgets her birthday. And okay, so, candles. But we remembered. And Bryce is so beloved. He got to sleep with his mommy last night. He, Bryce his, his best friend came over. It's true. His it's lady true. loves coming later in the week. That's He's true. having a birth week. There's a lot going on. I don't feel bad for Bryce, honestly. This I, man lives like a king. He ate Theo's dinner. I don't feel bad for he Bryce. He ate Theo's dinner. He's so hungry. And you know what? I really relate to him on that level. Yeah. And he'll do what it takes to get what he needs. And you know what? We love a man with a plan. He's Burdini because he just finds a way and to makes it disappear. And yep, exactly. He's like, Burdini and he's Bryce Ringwald. <laughs> oh, Bryce. Um, so I feel like we can dive in. I don't really have a lot to care. Oh, I finished Jeanette McCurdy's book. Let me tell you how good it was. Like it Jeanette was McClurdia? Jeanette McClurdia. It was so good. Really it got, like, even more graphic and more heavy. And by the end, like, you're going on this journey with her where it's, like... And it, the title of the book is really called, like, I am glad my mom died because I don't think she really realized that she was a victim of abuse until after her mom died. And she was able to get treatment for her eating disorder, which then, like, obviously you dive into your childhood. And her therapist was, like, that's... A, like, everything she was describing was, like, abuse. Um, and it's not... Like, the reason why I found it so difficult is because... It's not like I'm immune to abuse. Like, you know, like you read about it, you see it in TV. Um, but the kind of abuse she was describing was so different and so manipulative and, like, so bizarre. Like, Jeanette McCurdy never took a shower, like, herself, like, showered herself until she was 16. Her mom gave her a shower every night. And it was like, and it wasn't like sexual. It was just so invasive. It was like this way of controlling Jeanette. Like, you can't do anything without me. Okay. And if she were to ask, like, the one time she had asked, like, can I just shower myself? Like, I know how to do it. It's like this rage from her mom. It was just really like, it was, I can never, it was abuse you couldn't even like think of, you know what I mean? Like we think yeah. of typical abuse, like verbal, physical, emotional. It was just so like evil. Really. That's, that's awful. But honestly, that's also like what good writing does. Yes. It makes you feel like the person. Uncomfortable. She was an excellent writer. It was graphic about a lot of the stuff, like the abuse her bulimia, she was really graphic about that. Like, it got to a point where it was so bad where literally she's on a 16-hour flight to Australia and, like, every hour she just, like, eats and throws up, eats and throws up. 
and she goes to throw up and she sees one of her molars in the in the toilet. Like oh she had been throwing up so much that the acidity from the vomit was wearing at her teeth and they were decaying. And she literally lost a big ass tooth in the airplane toilet. Oh my god. And like she was so like spiraling then, that wasn't even enough to be like to wake her up. She was right. just like, oh, I'll have to figure out a way around it. Um, she's extremely smart and like extremely strong. And the book really made Miranda Cosgrove look really good. Not that I don't think she's a bad person, but I feel like we don't know a lot about her. And she's not been one of those Nickelodeon kids who's been vocal about anything that went on during that time. So we don't really know what her disposition is. Um, she was such a good friend to Jeanette, like so good. Um, she really wanted Jeanette on the reboot and she got Paramount to agree to pay Jeanette the same amount that she was getting paid, even though it's the iCarly show and she's Carly. Jeanette still didn't want to do it, but she was, like, grateful that, like, Miranda went to bat for her. Um, Why didn't she want to do it? She said, like, she her mental health comes first. And I think she, she like, never wanted to act. Ever. Mm. And so the only thing she's grateful for from that experience is, like, the financial stability it gave her. She never wanted to act. She never wanted to be famous. She hated being famous. She wanted to be a writer. Her mom would never let her be a writer. And her mom had, like, these, this childhood trauma because her mom wanted to be a child actor, Never made it, and so like pushed all that on Jeanette. So when the time came for I, when our, our Carly was done, she like did a couple projects, and like none of them were like popping off. And she was like, I don't even want to do this. So she stopped acting, and then the iCarly reboot, and she she was in a much better place. Like she finally got treatment after she stopped acting. So and so she just couldn't go back there. What's next for Jeanette? Well, you see her book sold out on Amazon. Like, they're out of copies. Yeah. So she's, like, on her Instagram being, like, you can get the ebook and the audiobook. Like, we're trying to print more books. I've literally never heard of that happening. No. Especially it's Simon Schuster. Like, it's, it's a big publishing house. They printed a lot of books. Right. So that's crazy. I think, well, this is really kind of, like, a beautiful ending because if you read the book, you know, like, she really just wants to be a writer. And she's such a good writer. Like, she's extremely she talented. on her own? There wasn't a, a co-writer. On the cover. Right. It's possible she had a ghostwriter, but I don't think so. It was so personal. Like, and it wasn't this, like, really sophisticated, like, dense writing. It was just, like, writing in the mind frame of whatever age she was at the time. And I think this is, like, she, she must be thrilled, obviously, because everyone's loving her story, but also because all she's really ever wanted to be is a writer. she's now a successful writer. Like, a really successful one. Obviously, she'll be a New York Times bestseller. Um, it's, it's just really good. Great. I'm glad that you read it. Me too. I still would love to read it. I just am reading very slowly. I'm like only 15% into my book. Take your time, girl. Yeah. It keeps, like people are saying this book is so good. Apparently it's like based on a crazy true story. Like crazy. I don't know what the crazy thing is that happened, but something crazy. Um, so I'm looking forward to enjoying it, but right now she keep, like, they keep saying the same thing over and over again, mm. which is like really annoying. No, that's tough. Like I got it the first time, yeah. second time, then third. You recommended a book that I started last night, and honestly, I never felt dumber in my life. I have no idea what's going on. It's like, such a good book. Rules of Civility by Amar Tolls. Like, I'm like, are you guys still at this art gallery opening? Like, I literally have no idea what's going on. Oh, the art She's gallery. She's going in and out, and I'm like, where's the gallery? Like, I'm so confused. It's really good. It's New York City, 1930s. I think it was a Dana recommendation for me, and I loved it so much. We talk about it all the time on the Redheads. It's a really great, fantastic book, and, like, well-written I just think, like, it's important to know thyself. And I'm just, like, not that smart. Like, actually. Okay. Like, word smart. I'm very tech smart. I mean. Oh, like, street smart? Right. But, like, literature-wise, like, I'm really, I don't read to, like, expand. Neither am I, though. Okay. I'm really not. I tried. Like, when the first word of the book was, like, thus, 
amount. But that would turn out to be a quote. About Matthew twenty two six. Right. Lucas twelve eighteen. Yeah. But still, I was like, I felt very out of my depth. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't worry about it. I sent I'm you some keep, more. I'm gonna keep on. I sent you some more book recs too. Yeah. No, I hope to read a lot this weekend. And I hope that that inspires me to find the time to read a lot too. But Even we have though a lot going on. being number one auntie is my number one priority always. Yeah, you'll see. It's hard to no. find the time to read. I know. Like Roldini is a lot of work. Plus, when we're when like he, we do have a minute. We're you want to kiss him? Like, no, and like we're doing this. Mm-hmm. We've got meet and greet. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot going on. No, totally. But we make time for old. It's all we make time for. Hundred percent. Um. Now I think it's time. No. Now I think it's time to jump right in headfirst to the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode, this brings me real like honor and pride to say, is brought to you by McDonald's. Here at the Morning Toast, it is no secret that we're obsessed with McDonald's. After a long day of being the number one auntie, recording the number one podcast, is there anything better than a McDonald's Fountain Diet Coke, a big French fry? and their iconic chicken sandwich? The answer is no. I know you already knew that. Just spoiler alert. Here's the important question. What's the best McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich? Is it the standard, the spicy, the deluxe? The right answer is every single one of them, because as we always say here at The Morning Toast, the McDonald's chicken sandwich is more personal than comedy. Mm. So for me, like I'm a boring girly. You guys know if you watch my Patreon video, like you always are like coming at me for my bland taste. Like I'm going standard with nothing on it except ketchup. But some people are doing extra pickles. Some people are doing no tomato. Like, whatever it is that you want, you get at McDonald's. It is heavenly. Whether it's the crinkle-cut pickle, the spicy pepper sauce, however you do it is the right way to do it. McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich, you can order ahead on the McDonald's app and try the sandwich that invented the crispy juicy tender today. At participating McDonald's, the app download and registration is required. And just do yourself a favor, like get yourself a crispy chicken sandwich from McDonald's. You literally will not regret it. There's no downside. Yeah. Today's episode is also brought to you by Beauty Counter, a leader in the clean beauty industry with the collective mission to get safer products into the hands of everyone. They believe that doing that beauty skin. Oh my God, I cannot talk today. She's so excited. They believe that beauty should be good for you. This is why they've created a variety of clean skincare and beauty products, such as the Dew Skin Tinted Moisturizer, a daily makeup meets skincare tinted moisturizer with an SPF 20. Now that you're living like sunny, I know you're always supposed to wear SPF, but like. When it's hot, obviously, that comes to mind. Yes. Um, and having SPF in your makeup products is so important. So important. Every single day I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, so the Tinted Moisturizer adds, like, a really nice coverage for, like, a base. But also it has SPF. It's skincare. It's taking care of your skin. You're not going to break out. Um, it has really good um, other products that go with it, like the Albright Vitamin C Serum, Triple Acid AHA Toner, and the Albright Facial Oil. I like using a facial oil to massage my face in the morning, depuff chisel out my jawline. They also have um, a clean mascara that is super, super popular. It gives an ultimate lift, length, and volume. Um, And you just have to check out Beauty Counter. Like, if you're looking for clean beauty products that are good for you, good for the planet, and just going to make you look sickeningly stunning, it's a no-brainer. Right now, they're offering 30% off your first order in case you needed another reason to check out Beauty Counter and switch to a clean routine. Use code TOAST to save 30% off your first order. From Beauty Counter, that's code TOAST to save 30% off your first order. Great. Thanks so much. Oh, wait. Let's talk about... like If you're watching on YouTube, you might be honestly shocked and need to pick your jaw up off the floor because you saw me unveil a new iPad. It's what? Four years in the making? Five years. 
it's the end of the era, beginning of a new one, because I complain you guys watch me with all my technical errors over the past few years. And I finally got a new iPad and a new case so that it's more of like a computer. That way, when I need to quickly Google something, yes. it's very quick and seamless. You know me, I'm so change averse. Like, even with the studio, like, I have a lot of anxiety. There's no change averse anxiety here. The iPad had to go. The iPad had to go. It was slowing us down. Oh, of course, we need to keep it as a, you know, momentum. Oh, and I can use it for other stuff. Yeah. But, but like, in terms of, it couldn't handle the Fast Five. It was too slow. No, the way, like, it would literally die after every show, after using it for 45 minutes. Like, calm down. Calm down. Who are you, me? It was slowing down the Fast Five. We couldn't allow it. It was becoming the Slow Five. have this new, glorious iPad. I got it in a different color. I didn't get the same pink. I just wanted to do something different. I got purple. It's gorgeous. With this white case, and it's a new era. It, it really is, by the way. On all fronts. Mm -hmm. And I love a new era, especially when it's, like, going so great. Right, right. No, new eras can be good when they're good. They can be deeply sad. 100%. It can give great depression, you know? Yes. That was a new era. Yikes. Yikes. Big yikes. Yikes. So let's get into the stories because our first story is actually a new era. It's called The Glorious Age of Adele. Adele is on the cover of Elle magazine doing her thing. I hope they spelled it Adele, A-D-E-L-L-E. Why? Because she's on the cover of oh, Elle. Oh, cute. No, they didn't. Um, they need you. Marketing genius Don Draper sitting right next to me. Copyright Who knew? Queen. Who knew? They should have literally had, the, you know how like they have the E-L-L-E -L -L -E on the top? It should have yeah. been A-D-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. Yeah. I'm literally a graphic designer. Literally. Give her all the ad week awards. Yeah, I can't lie Here I come. <laughs> okay, well, Adele's on the cover of Elle, and she's talking about the past year, and again, she's talking about Vegas. Vegas. And I read the article, and what's so crazy is this is probably, this Vegas thing is like one of the lowest points in her career. No, it's like her, what's the word, like, um... Like, her, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's like the word when it's like the bad thing? You know, like I don't know, but it's like or cancellation. It's it's like it's cancellation. Like her thing. I was gonna say it's like Taylor Swift and the yes know, reputation, yeah reputation. Like it's her lowest point, which is just so weird because it's like I know we think it's a big deal. Not even be, I don't even think it's a big deal. I just think it's a weird deal. I think it's a suspicious, but. I think she's also making it such a bigger deal. She has she to stop talking, stop talking about, about it. it. And, and she also like has new music video for 30 that she stalled because of the uh, the Vegas well, thing. Well, the less like, she does, the more we're just thinking about it's that. That's all we're thinking about. And this is handled poorly. It's really handled so poorly. And she said like she um, didn't want to just like move on from it and put out her next music video and continue on with the music because she didn't want her fans to think that she doesn't care. But it's like, yeah, you know what? The way that this was handled was not great, but people cancel shows all the time. It's, yeah. It's... No, like, we get it. You care. Let's move on. No, we know, but let us move on to something else. Oh, my God, by the way, I had to cancel my New Haven show, so you guys already got emails. What's like, the tea? Refunded. There's no tea, but, like, literally everyone's calling me Adele. I'm I'm the new Adele. Should I go into hiding and, and, like, stop releasing all my new music? Yeah. Wait, what is the tea? Is no, there... there's no tea. Like, we just had to cancel the show. No, no, like, there's, li no, there's literally no tea. We just had to cancel the show. <laughs> I swear. Oh, my God. Do you I'm think they... By the way, I changed my mind. Justice for Adele. Do you think that it was because, like, you couldn't, it couldn't be the show that you wanted it to be? No, we just had to cancel it. Like, there was a lot going on, like, the schedule, like, it was just a lot. I swear. Okay. Swear to God. I believe There's you. no tea. None whatsoever. But I'm being framed, and I'm kind of, like, 
feeling Billy Adele. for Adele. Well, so Adele went on to explain more of why, just like we said, how, you know, it's her singing her songs, like, why does she need all this Drama. craziness? I think it was actually the opposite, where it was becoming, like, this big, dumb thing. She was so far away from the band, it didn't feel intimate. She wasn't, like, intimate with the fans, and that was not the show she wanted to. I think it was becoming, like, a Vegas spectacle. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we really don't care, like... Strip that was down. a year ago. No, that was a year ago. Like, I, I actually don't care anymore. Like, I know. And she I can't stop talking I, about it. No, I also feel like this is now the fourth time where it's like Adele sitting down telling everything. Like, this is like the fourth interview where, whether, did she sit down with Oprah? That before. Sorry, Vegas. that was before. Uh, there's just been like a couple like sit down interviews, maybe uh-huh. Zane Love. We get it. You told us this all already. Like, please move on. Yeah. This is the worst thing in your life. Right. Come and on. this is like the worst thing in her career was like, having to cancel a show. It was her decision, too. Like, I, I, we just thought it was smelly. Like, not not reputation-worthy. No, like, she's waking up every day thinking about this. I'm like, no one else is. No, but, like, the thing is, we still are, and we can't, like... Yeah, but we're annoying trolls. Like, we are, but also because she doesn't give us anything new to think about. No, she keeps doing the same interview over and over. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you're not going to keep... If you're not going to give us new information, like, move the fuck on. No, but, like, Shawn Mendes just canceled his tour. I was fine. Yeah. Even though, like, I did get some details, you know, the people in Boston who were, like, mad at him because he canceled a Sunday show on a Friday. Okay, but, like, I'm not going to think about it every time I think about Shawn Mendes. No, because he doesn't talk about it. Like, he will move on. Yeah. She's people cancel tours all the time. Justin Bieber just canceled his whole tour. I had tickets. Yeah, well, that was because of his physical health. health. Yeah. And Shawn Mendes was because of his mental health. And Adele should have just said it was their mental health and then people would left, leave, leave her, her alone. alone. Yeah, no, she has to stop. Like, you're giving us nothing, and you just keep bringing up the same thing. So, stop. Yeah. It's enough. Like, we're good. We're good. We're good. There was also a little COVID blame in there. Was there? Yeah. So. That's so classic. That I relate to. Yeah, she's, before she posted the video camera. Oh, Jackie, I see why I canceled my New Year's show. Why? COVID. Ooh. Yeah. Hate to see it. Mm-hmm. She said her team was already ravaged by absences from the Omicron surge, and uh, that was part of it. Well, that makes sense, so. Good. Let's move on. Yeah, let's all. I think we should all. Please put out that music video so that we have something else to talk about. Yeah. It's crazy how I did not dive into 30, like, at all. Mm -hmm. I think I listened to it in full maybe twice. It was the best-selling album in the U.S. of the year, though, which doesn't surprise me because it's still better than most of the stuff that comes out. Right. But it it wasn't. uh, It wasn't, I think, her best work. Agreed. But that's fine. Not everything can be, like, the best thing ever that you do. No, because then there's actually not one best if everything's the best. That's true. That's very true. Having a difficult time with this new setup. I'm going to have to figure out how to do my new little laptop. You're going to use Theo as your desk? <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Florence Pugh confirms that she and Zach Braff broke up earlier this year. Oh, my God. Florence Pugh's becoming a drama, drama girl. Like, yeah. I'm living for it. They quietly broke up in early 2022 after nearly three years of dating. Quote, we've been trying to do the separation without the world knowing because it's been a relationship that everybody has an opinion on. It's all it's all been good for opinions, though, really, except, I guess, for the age difference. She told Harper's Bazaar, she said, we just felt something like this would really do us the benefit of not having millions of people telling us how happy they are that we're not together. So we've done that. I automatically get a lumpy throat when I talk about Aww. it. It's actually really smart because now by the time that she, one, she's sharing on her own terms, and two... By the time all the criticism or whatever feedback comes in, like, she is more moved on and yeah. less raw. That's good for her, like, own mental but space. I feel like so many people shipped them. Yes. Even and though, what is the age difference? 
So she's 26 and he is, hold on, give me a second, gotta Google quickly. This new iPad is not turning out to be everything you thought it was. It's just because Theo's on my lap today. Blame He's 47. Okay, I will say that's a really big age difference, but it's not one that makes me like nauseous. Not at all. She's twenty. She's twenty six. She's born. She's, she's old enough to make her own decisions. I think where it gets murky is when you're like, oh, have you have you heard seventeen twenty nine? That's definitely not how the song goes. Demi Lovato. She's, Wilmer. Yeah, she has a new song called Seventeen or Twenty Nine. I forget which number it is, and she's like going in on Wilmer Valderrama. I also saw people on TikTok like being really upset with her, like saying that the song is not an accurate retelling of their relationship. Like, that Demi really sought him out when she was 17, and he made it a point to be like, no, you're 17. They did start dating when she was 18, which, like, is legal, but not much better when he was, I guess, 18 and 30. Um, but that some of her fans are, like, not happy with, like, her version of events in the song. And are they her fans? Yeah. Well, where do they know that she sought him out? Where like, her documentary, she spoke a lot about it. That's what I was thinking, because that's how I remember the story, and I heard it somewhere. She's spoken about the relationship publicly many, many times since they've broken up in a positive way. So I think people are just now confused. But maybe she's just, like, molded over and thought about it. I don't know. But people are just like, you're contradicting yourself. Yeah. But I think... Like, she has admitted that she was very much the aggressor in pursuing him. Um... But it's possible that, like, that's just kind of how she, like, rationalized it afterwards, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But so, I don't, like, get into the Demi, like, fandom that much. But I ended up on, like, a weird side of TikTok. That's interesting. That reminds me of the book we read for the Redheads, My Dark Vanessa, which mm. is the book that reminds me of the All Too Well music video. And it's, like, this girl who's, she might be, like, 15, and she has an affair with her teacher. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that, like, they're in love. It's not like he, you know, she didn't want to be in a relationship, but, like, you're far too, like, no. And no. it's up to him to know. It, it's disgusting. That's, the book is, like, honestly, it was probably it was probably the best book we ever read for the Redheads. And it was, like, the most affected I've ever been by a book. That was that show, Kate Mara. I think it's called The Teacher. Yes. That was a really graphic show. But, like, the whole time, like, this kid is, like, so in love with his teacher. And then, like, if the whole thing blows up, she goes to jail. And, like, years later, they meet up. And he's like, look at what you did. Like, you ruined my life. He said that? Or he did. He, the teacher the teacher was a woman. Yes, yes, yes. So there's definitely a different stigma when the teacher is a woman, by the way. Like, the way people talk about it is so different. Even though it's the same. Okay, yeah, it's the same fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the whole time he's like, and she's like this young, hot teacher. So the whole time you're like, Oh, he. This is what he wants, but it's like not at all. And you see how it affects his life years later. And he, they they come to meet, and he was like, "You're literally disgusting. Like you're disgusting." Yeah. So I do think that your opinion on things can change over time, and so I do think that's probably what happened with Demi. Yeah. But people were like, "She's like changing to be controversial," and I just don't think like I don't think that's fair. I have to one hear the song, rewatch documentary, but still like. When in relationships, especially with older people, like 17, 18, like, that's kids. It's murky. No, it's kids. Yeah. Now, like, I would say, one, your brain's not fully formed until you're 25. So if you're going to be with a 40-year-old, like, I would say 25 is would be my, the cutoff for me. Yeah. Um, And then between 21 and 25, like, it, it, there's different levels of maturity. I completely agree. But below 21, you're kids. When it comes to relationships. relationships. I completely agree. So Florence and... Zach Braff, I, I thought everyone, I thought they were cute. And I think the age difference is fine. There's nothing immoral about it. It's just like a little weird, you know? Yeah, especially in certain photos, like she looks really young and he looks really old. Like this <laughs> one that I'm looking at right here. 
She looks like she's hanging out with her dad. Yeah. Yes, give me dad. Yeah. Um, well, wishing them both the best. I do feel like Florence, Florence too. Um, Florence P was still very much like on the rise in her acting career and a new hot relationship could be just the thing, you know? Yeah, but this was a hot relationship right. too. And it fizzled and there's adders of the list. Yeah. She's on the cover of Harper, Harper's Bazaar this month, probably also promoting that movie. Don't worry, darling. That she's in. But it just makes me sad because when I think of their relationship, like I think everybody was obsessed with them. Yeah. And then now she's talking about it and she's like, I didn't want to give the haters, you know, this fodder. And it's like. What about all the people that loved you guys? Like, yeah, I never saw any hate. people who were like, "You're he's too old for you." Yeah, I never saw any hate. It is sad though that when people make decisions in their real life based on the internet, you know? Yeah, especially when that doesn't feel like that. I mean, she knows her mentions better than I do, but just from my perch, it doesn't feel like that was the overwhelming sentiment. Yeah, I don't think it was. But like, it's I hard. Feel like, it's easy to listen to only that. I feel like Chloe is someone who you know has to. Who lets that stuff affect her because she gets so it's overwhelming. No, and the overwhelming narrative is that it's a negative relationship. Right, but I, I felt like the overwhelming narrative here is that it's positive. Yeah, everyone thought they were so cute. Yeah, I wonder who she'll date next. Um, not Harry Styles. Not Harry Styles. I could add her to the list. Yeah, I, that's what I said. And you also have to add Kim and Pete to the list, <gasps> which is oh so gosh. sad. Kim and Shaq. No, he's with Chloe. Okay, oh my god, Kim on the list. Kim, Pete, and Florence. Oh, and I guess Zach Raff too, even though, like, I don't really know him. No, you know? I don't know who to set him up with. Me okay. neither. So for Florence and Chris Evans. That's cute. That's cute. Kim and Trevor Noah. Pete and Lori Harvey. Love it. That's cute. Fresh. And that's age appropriate. She's 25, he's 28. What about Kim and Josh Groban? Perfection. Perfection. Like and they can you know, double date with Chloe and Chuck. No, like you know how Kanye used to like for Valentine's Day and stuff have like a piano player and like an orchestra. Like Josh Groban would just like wake up and sing to Kim in like four different languages. Every day would be Valentine's Day. I still like love the Josh Groban Kat Dennings relationship, even though Kat Dennings had followed me on Instagram a couple of years ago, and I'm still like upset about it. Um, I still think that was like a really cute relationship. Agreed. And I feel like he hasn't dated publicly since then. No, and I miss Josh Groban and Katy Perry, too. Did they date? Mm-hmm. Wait. Could you think of anything better? What? Yep. That's psychotic. Josh Groban. Katy, Katy Perry, Perry has the best taste in men. Uh, I'm not into Russell Brand, but John Mayer is what I was trying to say. Yeah, they were rumored to be dating, which is enough for me. Personally, like, I'm still living in the Katy Perry-John Mayer dating era. Like, when they came out with a song together, they went to the Grammys together, and she was wearing that green seafoam dress, and he was wearing that navy blue suit. I feel like I talk about this maybe once a year. Um, like, that's, for me, I don't think life will ever be as good as it was that week. I don't think life will ever be as good as what I'm about to tell you. What? Katy Perry's song, The One That Got Away, is about Josh Groban. No! Yeah, and he said, he responded on Watch What Happens Live to a comment about it. I fucking, by the way, and that's said, why Watch What Happens Live, like, is such a good show like every time we're googling weird things people are always answering them on watch what happens live he said that he was flattered that the song was about him but he was also surprised that it was about him because the lyrics didn't quite add up oh and he did confirm on the show that they were romantically involved in the past but that they're still good friends but so it's possible that fucking slaps it's possible though that the song is not about him 
if he feels like it doesn't even ring true. Like, well, I mean, sometimes you take artistic liberties. Maybe the other songwriter in the room was writing that their one that got away, and it was kind of a fusion. Maybe. I do love when people who have dated publicly acknowledge that songs are written about them in a positive way. Like, when Harry Styles was asked, like, what he thinks about style and, like, the songs that Taylor's written, he was like, well, if anyone's going to write a song about you, like, I'm so lucky it's Taylor Swift. She's very talented. Like, it's nice when they say positive things about it. And that yeah. sounds like Josh Groban. I don't, I couldn't see Josh Groban being, like, a vindictive ex, but you never know. Um, so it's nice to know, like, he's appreciative for the art. Yeah, we've got to get Jake Gyllenhaal and watch back inside. Well, Maggie was on, and of course, Andy asked her about the scarf. Like, Andy, because Andy, I don't think, really knows, like, the, all these crazy conspiracies about celebrities and, like, these theories. So they just get questions, and they're like, oh, this is funny. And they ask it. They don't know. Like, Maggie Gyllenhaal's probably been dodging that question since the day she was born. Like, yeah. and when they, when Andy asked her, like, he didn't know it was, like, a loaded question. He was just like, what's this funny thing I saw on Twitter, you know? Yeah. And that's why we love it. Yep, it's true. And she was like... What is that? Like, everyone's always saying it to me. I'm like, I have no idea. Sure, Jan. <laughs> sure. She goes home, she smells the scarf. scarf, ties it around her neck. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay, are you ready for our next story? Which story is it? It's the third story. Yeah, I think I'm ready for the next third story that's brought to you by BetterHelp. Mm-hmm. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. How well you take care of your car, how well you take care of all the things in your life that you have, like you have a million cars, you know, in your life. You're not going to have the same car forever, but you're going to have the same brain forever. You're going to have the same body forever. And you should be taking care of it always. And BetterHelp is a great place to start. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's beautiful. Think of how much you take care of this. Think of how many iPads you have. Think about how much you take care of this studio, Jackie. This is our fourth studio. Like, yeah. If only I took as good care of my mental health as I did this studio. Sweeping all the time. I've just gotten two major things out of today's episode. So there's many ways to support two a healthy brain. Chew on. Yeah. That and the one that got away. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, and there's better help online therapy. So you can be matched with a, a therapist in under 48 hours. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy. What I really liked about BetterHelp is when I started, um, it's very common to like hop around to different therapists. And BetterHelp makes it really easy and, like, not awkward. Like, if you're not vibing with someone, like, not everyone's going to vibe all the time. No. So they make it really easy to switch it up till you get comfortable. They have tons of different options. So whether that's video chatting, texting, chatting, or calling on the phone. Like, they have a ton of different options. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash toast. That's BetterHelp.com slash toast. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Our next story, ASAP Rocky is hit with assault and weapons charges over 2021 shooting. Rapper ASAP Rocky was slapped with assault and weapons charges Monday in connection with the November altercation with a former friend in L.A. The Manhattan native was slapped with two counts of assault with a semi-automatic firearm with allegations of personally using a firearm, according to prosecutors. He allegedly pointed a gun at one-time ASAP mob rap collective member ASAP Relly and later fired twice in his direction. Ooh. Quote, discharging a gun in a public place is a serious offense that could have ended with tragic consequences. So true. Not only for the person targeted, but also for innocent bystanders visiting Hollywood. No, it's so true. You can't just, like, point a gun and shoot it. Even if you're not, like, going to kill someone, you never know where that bullet's going to go. Of course. The, are, there are so many people who die by stray bullets. You know, it's, like, what are you doing? It's so dumb. Um, and I felt like this story, I thought about this the other day, like, Remember when we were on the toast, it was like breaking news. He was ASAP Rocky arrested at LAX. Mm-hmm. And then we like never heard. It was like kind of like how the FBI uh, seized Jake Paul's house. And like, whatever happened to that, you know? That 
is a great mystery of the world. We absolutely must know. I know. So I felt like this story was falling into that category, but obviously this is now an update. Um, This is so dumb and irresponsible. Like, what are you doing? Like, just being so flimsy with guns. Like, dumb. Um, But not, like, to totally, like, change subjects. Like, do we ever find out what Rihanna's baby's name is? No. Now I'm so used to not knowing. Mm -hmm. Kylie. Oh my god. I, really I don't even think, like, I'm just, like, fine with it. I don't know. You know, it's, it's like, at one point, remember the day she announced Wolf, I said on the tour that day, I was like, I'm dying to know, like, please. Mm-hmm. I guess because I hadn't named, I had you hadn't had the yet, and I was, like, very invested in baby naming. But also, like, when someone doesn't tell you something, like, for so long, like, eventually we stop caring. So yeah. I think that's part of what it is, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we, she's not telling us, so, like, let's move on, you know? I will be shocked if she doesn't tell us this season of Kardashians. For sure. Uh, but then I'll move on. It's also coming back so soon. I know, September 22nd. Yes. Also, did you see the rumor? I don't know where I saw this that Kim and Pete broke up because he proposed. And, and he I told you that. Oh, you did. But then I saw it in writing. But okay. I don't know who wrote it. And that basically, like, you know, he just gets too caught up, like, kind of exactly what he did with Ari. Mm-hmm. Like, proposed too soon. It was too much for Kim. But I don't know why you have to break up with someone when they propose to you and you're not ready. You're literally acting like me. We had this conversation already. No, I know. But I. I just now I'm belie- now I'm believing that that's what happened when you oh, told you are. me. I didn't think that's what would happen. Got it. But now I've heard it twice. Got so. it. But and also I wouldn't understand why if Kim had to break up with him because he proposed and he was like just too in love with her, she would still be in love with him. So like, how could she be so like okay with breaking up? She's on Kylie's birthday. You know, she's probably like partying through tears. Yeah. But she seems fine. I think she seems fine too. I think if if the proposal story is the truth, like. Maybe she really just, like, was treating this like a rebound kind of, like, get back out there thing and, like, to have continued a relationship with him when he's so serious and, like, she's so not. That's wasting someone's time and that's rude. Especially, like, someone who's in there, who's 28. Like, those are important years and, like, I think, like, as an older woman, she's probably, like, mature enough to realize that. Yeah. That's, if that's what happened. But... It just doesn't jive with everything she said on Ellen about, like, she's a serious girl, she's a relationship girl. That's true. And he got a brand. Like, she knew when he got a brand, this is forever. That is true. It's that, that Ellen interview threw me through a loop. It changed yeah. everything for me. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. But back to A$AP Yeah. Um, tisk, tisk, that's bad stuff. Yeah. If that's what happened, you know. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Circling back to J-Lo and Ben's wedding, they are having a lavish celebration this weekend at their Georgia estate. It's their both of theirs estate, who knew, just one month after their elopement. What happened to Courtney and Travis's big L.A. wedding? Well, I mean, they had the biggest wedding ever. No, I know, but, like, there was, like, 25 people there. I know, but... And they said they were going to do, like, a big party. Maybe That's after what... his tour. Maybe. I'm loving watching her on tour. I... Literally didn't even know that. Well, do you follow her on Instagram? Like, yeah, but I don't think I interact with her a lot, so I don't think her stories come up to, like, the front of my feed. Got it. Well, she's just being, like, a literal tour wife. Love that. And it's so cute. They're just in all these cities. That's cute. And Machine Gun Kelly is the opener. Uh-huh. And he ziplined across the stage. I saw that. Oh, I didn't realize that Travis was on that tour. Yeah. I thought it was because MGK was on tour with Avril Lavigne. They were co-headlining a tour. Cute. But maybe that's over. Perhaps. Okay. And now Travis is on tour, Courtney's with him, and she's just, like, posting from all these places in this country. Like That's Cleveland, so cute. You know? Not Cleveland. The Cleveland. She's showing, like, the Cleveland skyline. Oh, my God. She's such a Cleveland girl. Aren't we all? With the Kardashians, it, like, always comes back to Cleveland. For the country, it mm-hmm. always comes back to Cleveland. For America. For us, yeah. it always comes back to so Cleveland. True. Today's a Cleveland day. 
So far, it's okay. No, no, I was just like saying the phrase, not the phrase. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here's to less Cleveland days. And the Clevelands have the Cavaliers. So true. So do we, though. So do we. Anyways, J-Lo and Ben will continue celebrating their love with a three-day wedding extravaganza. You didn't think J-Lo was just going to do it small, no. did you? Following their impromptu July Vegas nuptials. They're set to have their dream wedding celebration at Ben's Riceboro Estate in Georgia this weekend. An insider said... So is it Ben's or is it theirs? That's conflicting headline yeah. and text. It's going to be all about J-Lo. Ben wants all of the focus to be on her on their big day. I just sometimes remember that these two, like, literally got married. I'm getting, like, fatigue. I'm, no, I'm having the opposite experience where, like, once it, it feels fresh to me, and I'm like, I can't believe that this is what happened. And it all started with Madison LaCroix. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that is obviously the thing to take away from, from this story. Um, Do you think she'll be invited? She should be. She's the reason for the season. I wonder if there was, like, ever any communication between J-Lo and Madison. No. Never. 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 Um, I'm happy for them. Like, I'm definitely getting, like, over them quickly. They've been, they're, like, they're just, like, maybe, I feel like a lot of my fatigue has to do with Ben Affleck. Like, I just feel like he's been, like, kind of, like, a tabloid, like, mess for, like, ten years. Mm -hmm. And, like, I love J-Lo. Like, I'm on the J-train, you know? Yeah. But um, when it comes to news about these two, I'm just, like, everything gives, like, planted vibes, you know? Like, they're so PR-y. Yeah, she can't help herself. Yeah. Like, because she's just, like, a machine. Yeah. And Mogul. It, it just, you know, it is what it is. I'm just glad that it's not coming from the newsletter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was definitely having newsletter fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh, my God. Theo, it's the final story. The final story. here because the minute you open the door to let him outside he starts walking and he doesn't stop he has a wanderlust he really does he doesn't respond to his name like he tunes everyone out it's just him and the great outdoors he has a bumper sticker on his crate that says not all who wander are lost not like other dogs yeah he's um an actually explorer. that's exactly like other dogs yeah he's an explorer he's very inspired by emilio vespucci and um amerigo what's the one who's in the main name america's named after Amerigo Vespucci. Is that the same guy? No, I don't think there's a classic explorer. Amerigo Vespucci. Yeah. So why isn't the United States of America? (laughs) That's so true. Like, why did they, like, they literally colonized on his name. Like, they took the... Like, the intro intro. Americo is his name. Okay, so they made it feminine. Yeah. Actually, because it's a woman. Which I love that for us. Me too, but it doesn't really track with, like, back in the day, like, 1776. Like, women didn't even have rights. They couldn't even, like, leave their house. But now, like, the, the country they all fought for that they're all, like, obsessed with, they're going to make feminine? Something's amiss. Maybe we did have rights and, like, no kidding. <laughs> like, maybe there was just, like, a respect. For women. For you. 
I would love to hear. Just I'm sure like someone, I'm sure Ben Franklin wrote about it somewhere. Why, you know what, Google? Why is America a shit? Why shame? is America a woman? Right, because I just think, like, it doesn't really track with everything I know about women's rights up until this point. Or when did they decide to make America a woman? Was it in 
So those were the best five stories, and maybe you needed to know them. You didn't need, okay, here's the thing, let's be honest, you didn't need to know the stories, um, but you did need to know a lot of the interesting factoids that came from today's from conversation. The Josh Groban, Katy Perry, America Vespucci. Your physical and mental health needs to be, you're with you your whole life. Mm -hmm. So true. That's the way you should feel your whole life. What's that from? Paper That's towns. the way you should feel your whole life. Never yeah. saw the movie, but it's just in the commercial over and over again. In the commercial over and over again. I started Only Murders. Um, oh, Theo, you little fucking rascal. I knew you had something in your mouth. I literally just bent down to pick it up. He was hiding it. You see it? That little piece of plastic? Yeah, it's from the He's gaslighting me because I'm like, oh, there's nothing there. A liar. Um, I started Only Murders, and honestly, like, I'm on the first episode, and I think it's, like, the best show ever. And I thought it was, like, so bad. But, I, like, I'm just not in it, you know? You're not in it. And, you know, maybe we could get into it together, but we also have to read. Yeah, but the reason why I brought that up is because Cara Delevingne is a character in the show now. Mm. She's, like, this cool, like, art gallery owner, which is so Cara. That actually is pretty Cara. Yeah. She's a pretty good actress. Yeah, she loves acting. Yeah. She left the modeling world to act. Yeah, she's pretty good. So, happy for her. Nice to see other people living their dreams. Totally. That's our show. Our show. Ours. Reminder that tomorrow, 6 o'clock in, is it in Fort Lauderdale? That's really great. I think question. it is. I'm pretty sure I looked it up this morning. Um, Jackie and I are doing a meet and greet. Um, all the information is on Spritz Instagram page because it is a Spritz meet and greet at a liquor store. And it's going to be so much fun, so we can't wait to see you guys there. Anything else we need to tell you? Oh, tickets available at worldonejob.com slash four. Fort Lauderdale, Primo. Primo Liquor Sunrise. No, it's actually Primo. I'm sorry, I'm uncultured swine. Literally. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Chess, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deal with the fast-side stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts and where podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I Radio, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Chess and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Thank you guys so much for being toasters. We love you with all of our hearts, and we hope you guys have an incredible day, and we'll see you tomorrow for...